episode? Yeah, what is this, uh, 61? Yeah, Dewey Dudes episode 61. Right off the bat, Amelia, what is the difference between retinol and tretinoin? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't tret just concentrated retinol? Like a really, like, strong concentrated form of retinol because they're both vitamin a no that's no that's fucking true you are actually you okay. are very you're very correct about that yeah posting that meme made me made me question it for a sec i was like wait do do i actually know but if you buy like tret in um for example tret in france it's just labeled as vitamin uh or whatever i don't know what yeah a, uh, yeah yeah it's just so yeah they're both vitamin a both vitamin A, I, yeah, I guess retinol. It takes like a, there, it has to go through a few conversion processes to like turn into tretinol. Tret, that Tret-no-in. might be entirely wrong, but yeah, I guess like tret is like somewhere I read twenty times more potent than uh, over the counter retinol, and it has a much longer uh, shelf life. But I've been thinking about this because. Uh, you know, a little, a little cute somebody in my life. She's been using a lot of Tret lately. And then I think she's getting those she like, tret, like, oh, I just gave her some, you know, from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's, she's really, what? oh, um, just like kind of flaky and dry, which makes sense. Cause it's like, she's using too much. No, I don't think she's using too much. I think this Have is like a very, I feel like this is a common, a common thing that happens to people who are new to vitamin A and already she has, dry skin so i'll tell you what the honeys they love to lie about how much (laughs) trash yeah are you like that are you like that uh controlling asmr moisturizing (laughs) boyfriend yeah like that's not use more than a dime do not use yeah yeah um no but it is like i mean i feel like especially if she already has dry skin it's the winter you're putting tret on top of that, I mean, is she mixing the tret with like a with a thicker overnight moisturizer? I mean, I think so. Or I think she does the method where this isn't a wrong method too, Emilio. I'm like anticipating you being like, that's wrong, Evan. But other people, you like basically the instructions to use tretinoin is after you wash your face, you put it on your face, you put it on your face, you let it sit there for like 20 minutes before moisturizing. That's like a thing. Oh no, that's yeah, it's what my mom does. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were going to be like, like too- no, you got to sandwich that shit. That's the only way no, to I'm do it. No, I'm too lazy to do that. But um I think honestly though, this is like a common thing that people undergo and then like then their their face gets used to vitamin A. It's not as flaky as it used to be and then, you know, they start attacking with all the hydrating methods they know, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But it kind of makes sense because they they always say they being the powers that be online. <laughs> always tell you to like do all your tret in the off season. That way you don't have to mm-hmm. fuck with the sun later on while applying tret or retin- like, or just retinols, you know, do a little sun damage in the summer. Repeat, right. It's kind of like wax on wax mm-hmm. off. Yeah. That's, that's uh you got to get used to it in the winter, I guess. Um, huh. How many, how many nights a week is she using it? I'm not paying that closely attention. Um, that would be that would be very unbecoming. I mean, she's killing it more than I am. I'm literally. I feel like every time I get back on this podcast, it's like a, like I'm emerging from a new depression hole and be like, oh, I didn't do anything for a week. So, uh, <laughs> but for all the listeners at home, I I contracted breakthrough COVID and breakthrough been, COVID. <laughs> yeah, I have to like put that in there. It's true. It's true. It was a breakthrough COVID. I've been yeah, vaccinated. I mean- 
we're we're both vaccinated. Both vaxxed. Um, yeah, so that got me kind of really depressed. And then I just started smoking a lot of weed and I've been like falling asleep in the same pair of sweatpants for the last seven days. Isn't it kind of nice? Uh, well, it's no, because you're still working, but yeah, it is kind of nice. Extent, no, it's really, like, really nice. Oh, you kind of check out. It's like an excuse to like not be a real person. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, I definitely feel like an NPC in my own life. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's been, it's been hard. The first thing I've done hygiene wise, the first thing that I made sure to do after I emerged from my depression hole was to fucking test out DJ Khaled's <laughs> blue charcoal <laughs> face mask. Cause I said, it's time to put my game face on. That's a tagline that he has for his brand. Time to put my game face on and emerge from the world now that I'm negative. So got a great review coming your way. I know, Emilio, you did. You tried out a couple of Blesswell products. Shout out to Emily, Emily Jensen. Shout out to Emily, <laughs> a contributing writer at everybody's favorite publication, Bleep. Can't, I can't say it yet, but yeah. Uh, um, she blessed us with four Blesswell products. And I got the shaving cream and the daily facial moisturizer. And should we leave the review for, for later in the app? I mean, we could get into it right now. I, you know, shaving cream, every fucking shaving cream I put on feels the same. It's either Barbasol or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Tried and true. It's either yeah. Barbasol or it's like everything else. So if it's better than that, then it feels like, I mean, it's pretty comparable. I also have this Kiehl's uh, dry or wet shaving cream that you can use, and it's pretty comparable to that. I said there is no scent, but when I I sniffed a little closer, it has this, it's like, it's like, you know when you like, when people smoke weed out of a, uh, what's the thing called, a bufa? Like the bufa, a fupa. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's not. No, no the thing where it's like a. Uh, it's like a. Like ro- a it's a toilet paper, toilet paper cardboard roll, and then they fucking yeah, stuff some like dryer, dry, like dryer sheets in there. Yeah, yeah. That's what this shit smells like. Oh, but, okay, that's not bad. No, but pretty, pretty smooth shave, pretty good. Okay, so I was like, all right, I, I not, I'm not an expert in this field, so I moved on to the daily. Facial moisturizer. Where you are an expert. <laughs> exactly. 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 And I have never put on a worse oh, moisturizer. Oh, shit. I had, I've never had, I've never put on a product so bad where I had to be like, okay, I have to wash my face again. I might even have to oh double cleanse before starting my skincare routine over. I don't know what's in it, but it's like, it instantly it's like it, it felt really greasy it felt like there was like it was trying to do so much mm. like my face looked like you just dumped a bunch of olive oil on it <laughs> wow and it also it kind of smelled like fucking what was what was remember his whole shtick where he was like you got to put on what was that lotion was it just coconut oil well that's a like, that, to- that's a big ingredient in uh in in his uh, formulas Ah, uh, okay. It reeked of coconut oil. <laughs> reeked of coconut oil? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like a... It just felt like a firmer, obviously, coconut oil. There's like a... There's a famous ingredient that's like honestly kind of just like 
an emollient filler in most products. I forget. Wait, it's on the back of here. It's called um, caprylic uh, triglyceride, and it's basically like glyceride and um, coconut oil mixed together, mm. and it just acts like something that absorbs like a like vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin C really really well. Got so it. they just fill it up with a lot of products. It's like probably usually the top with really cheap stuff, like the third or fourth ingredient just to like make it whatever color Mm. it is. So I imagine that's probably what you were like, you were maybe smelling, but yeah, I had to get that off my face immediately. I I was like, I'm going to break out, but you know what the bottle kind of reminds me of what you've seen those photos of, uh, Lana Del Rey wearing that $8 Shein. Oh yeah. With the shine. I think it's shine. 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 I think it's shine. It's like some Chinese website. Yeah. The The shine dress. That's what the boss. Dude, she's looking like an island girl. Have you ever that? You remember those guys, the island boys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was looking like an island girl. Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, it does yeah, very look. So like, it very looks I like an island boy. Fucking. Um, yeah, it's an island boy moisturizer for sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the packaging out of like all the for men skincare lines, I like it. I like it more than the. I like it more than than what's Pharrell's. Oh, Something I like the human called. race packaging. I like the Braille, the the very oh, inclusive human race. Inclusive, yeah. Skincare line. That's the only one I know now that I think about it. Human race. Human race. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Uh, I mean, we haven't tried any of the Hawthorne, but... No, we should... We should link and build? Is we, that, should have, we, should, we should have... We should have... Yeah, we should link, link and build Hawthorne. And build. <laughs> we, should, we should have him on the pod and have him... State why Hawthorne is different from every other four men skincare line. Yeah, he has to defend it. Defend it. Defend. Defend yourself. Yeah. D- defend anyway, it. so you tried. So you got the charcoal mask. And I, what else? I got the charcoal mask. Charcoal. Um, Char- uh, charcoal. The beard oil, but I don't try that shit out because I'm afraid it's gonna break me out. So what I, the fuck is? I don't even. What is beard oil? Honestly, for? if he were to just come out with like a beard oil, I think it would have been done so much better. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I there's there, that. There's like just that product alone. I'm sure they're probably breaking even where 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 they can. But um, no, I didn't try out the beard oil. But I I feel like I know a lot of dudes in the in the Midwest who have mm. have beards, and mm-hmm. they're all about. They're always posting like some like home remedy home remedy salts of the earth beard oil or like promoting it. Yeah. Um, but no, I tried out the blue charcoal face mask. I put it on. I wasn't expecting it to be green. Looked like fucking Shrek came all over my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Elisa came over earlier. I'm negative, by the way. Anyway, she she came over um, yeah. while I had the mask on because she was dropping off some food on her way back from the city. And uh, she had to do a double take because she was like... <laughs> She was like, "Oh my God, what are you? Are you dying? Like, why is your face so white?" But no, it's because I just had this green ass fucking <laughs> gridge semen on my face. Um, I fucked with it, honestly. I guess if that's okay. All, that's the verb I'm going with. I I fucked with it. Uh, in, <laughs> in in that 
you know, I'm always going to be a sucker for anything that feels like it's really cleaning your shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And charcoal masks, they're famous for that. So what, yeah, was like the consistency of it, like it was rough, creamy. Like- it was like putting avocado on your face. That's basically what it felt okay. like. And it's honestly, this is pretty wild. I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much is because I haven't been able to smell for so long. I could um, smell this, not the cannabidiol or whatever the fuck it is. Cannabinoid? Yeah. The, whatever, whatever they use in this CBD yeah. shit to, to make it, make it loud. And what could you smell? It smelled like cherry oh, blossom, cherry blossom, which like famously on the fucking Damn, smell you later. Well, yeah. Well, on the smell you later, I recalled a very traumatic story about, um, chafing oh. on my dick when I used to jack off with cherry blossom scented <laughs> moisturizer. And I've been triggered by that, that scent ever since, but I smelled Just, it when I was doing this earlier today. And I thought, it's triggered I'm back. <laughs> it's time I'm to, back. It's time to jay one right out. Now. All right. But uh, it's funny in pre- preparation for um, inventing a review for Blesswell. <laughs> I looked up this guy reviewing the products on YouTube. And this guy was using the funniest, just silliest manosphere language talking about DJ Khaled's Blesswell brand while navigating the website. It's like some dude who had like 500 plays on his YouTube channel and he's there to help like entrepreneurs and people get break into the e-commerce space with micro brands. But he was mm. perusing DJ Khaled's website. And um, there's like one section that's called Meditation 101. And he was like, what is this beta shit? Meditation 101. <laughs> <laughs> and then he moved on to the next tab where he, he read out the tagline, put your game face on. All right, see, that's a little alpha. That's a little alpha. <laughs> So these are the fucking brains out here that we have to compete with uh, reviewing like skincare brands. Yeah. You just got to make sure your, your skincare lines only alpha shit. Yeah. Only alpha shit. Fly off the rack. Yo, somebody tagged us in something on Twitter um, related to the skincare line that does have the word alpha in it. I haven't been, I haven't been logged into Twitter in like t- 10 months. What, what? Let me see. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. I opened up this Twitter and there's this photo of, Ghislaine Maxwell rubbing Jeffrey Epstein's foot on a plane. Oh, my God. Damn. All right. Well, that's a good. Oh, it's called Alpha Rules. Alpha, Alpha Rules. Rules. That's the name of the brand. Yeah, like it's uh, it's in photo? a different. What, what's up? Dude, have I, you seen this photo? I haven't seen the photo of Ghislaine Maxwell rubbing Jeffrey Epstein's. But I just sent it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait. Dude, I didn't know somebody, she was somebody so rep- stacked, dude. <laughs> Somebody replied with this. Next one I'm about to send, and they said, wait, that's kind of hot. <laughs> no, no. No, that is not hot, dude. All right. I guess this is a good... What is going on here? <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, Yo, dude, I'm straight up, I've been wearing the Epstein fit all week. <laughs> <laughs> Just in these gilded sweatpants and like yeah did you order those gilded sweats i do they're amazing except like i'm so glad i bought two of um i bought i bought like two in each color one a medium and one in large because the mediums i forget they make these things for kids like they make them for um like like high school high school high school i got the small ones you have the small ones well i have the mediums (laughs) i have the mediums on right now but like 
there is just no, way, they're really short. There's just way too much dick print. Like I feel so tight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like no, I I <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, sometimes I feel weird wearing those in public because I I have to level up in the in the with the large because then it looks like at least you know. Yeah. No, I should be. You're right. I should be wearing. I mean, to begin with, the smalls. Um, they're a little too short, like lengthwise. But also, every time I wear them, my my GF be be mentioned in something about the print. Wow. So I gotta yeah, I should I should switch over. Eyes to up here, but honey. Eyes up here. Exactly. That's what I say. I say you gotta pay five ninety nine a month if you wanna keep looking down there. Wow. But uh yeah, they're like what are they like four ninety nine a pair or something? They're Maybe so cheap. I'm gonna buy like twenty they're, more. They're great. And I, I don't honestly I've washed them a bunch. I don't dry them. Just wash though. But okay. they, they they hold up. Yeah. Thank you for sending that link over. I've been like I would have been lost during this quarantine without them. You would have been wearing jeans, I raw would. denim. <laughs> All right, should we just fucking get into Glenn Maxwell's skincare routine? Yeah. Shout out to Glenn Demon 2004, aka Serena, for sending us Glenn Maxwell's skincare routine. Although I had already had 10 other people send me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Oh shit! We're uh, wait. Who posted it again? Well, so the all right. So, you fellow go, you podcasters, fellow podcasters, True Anon, Brace Belden, and Liz Franzic. Uh, mm. Liz, I I all right. Here's the thing. I've been listening for two years now. Ever since Jeffrey Epstein uh, was arrested and uh, died in prison, they've been covering Jeffrey. Well, that the thing is, they thought all right. So the True Anon started out as the podcast that was going to cover the Epstein news and trial, but then he yeah. died in prison. Right. And so then they kind of pivoted, right. but they've had a lot of success, but they were born out of being an anti pedophile <laughs> podcast. Is that what I'm joking? I mean, I'm not joking, but I am joking. Their, their whole entire shtick was, they were like an anti pedophile podcast. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. True and odd. Yo, the last week, they've been very, very good about covering the entirety of the, the trial that's going on. The trial. And yeah. um, the reason why they now have her skincare routine is because, so, Ghislaine's on trial. Uh, she's been charged with enticement of a minor, sex trafficking charges, and part of like the prosecution's case that they have to make and argue and win is uh-huh. that she facilitated all of the sex, not all, but m- about the environment and conditions for these sex crimes that happen, even like engaging in them at times. She was like part yeah. of the facilitation. It's like Jeffrey Epstein probably would have been, I'm stealing this from Chuanon because I've been listening the whole entire time, but Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Huge sicko, probably even if he weren't like a billionaire, would turn out to be some depraved like child molester in some capacity. But without yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell, what the what they created like would never really quite exist, or what they facilitated yeah, would never he, exist. Yeah, he couldn't have like yeah, he couldn't have done that on his own. Well, so like they have to prove that in court, and a part of uh, showing how involved she was. This guy who's, who was a key witness who used to be the housekeeper of Jeffrey's estate named Juan Alessi, he has mm-hmm. a lot of beef with Ghislaine because Ghislaine made herself like, called herself like the countess of this Florida property <laughs> where all, most, most of like the documented sex, you know, crimes 
uh, you know, with minors, pedophilia, pedophilic heinous shit that happened. Uh, a lot of it happened um, in, in Florida in trafficking these girls mm-hmm. like through massage rooms, right? Well, anyway, Juan, no, back up. Ghislaine, I'm sorry. If I'm getting really ahead of myself here, if I'm not making sense, stop me. Ghislaine, in an email to the house manager, who's not the housekeeper, was complaining about Juan and like all the things that are just not up to up to to standard because she made this list. Juan or it's Juan. Juan. <laughs> it's Juan, but she calls him okay. John in the email. He calls him John in the uh, email. It. And uh, got she's got like it. complaining about him because she's made all these rules for the house. Cause she's like the she is she is the true house house manager. Like, like that's what the, the prosecution's mm. trying to show here or illustrate. Maiden of the night. <laughs> yeah. Um and she in one of the emails was Miss Maxwell's bathroom toiletries. So I'm imagining it's her fucking skincare routine. Like what was supposed to go in her, yeah. her bathroom. Um, and listeners, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> um, let's just go through the list here. Okay. Yeah. So let's start. Wait. It all, yeah. Actually. Yeah. Go through the list. And then I want to know what, stood out the most what one thing stood out the most so but first yes go through it okay so this is a no order of like what step she's doing it's just a list of things that she needed stocked in her bathroom i'm imagining at all times facial moisturizer in parentheses la mer barber foam mask (laughs) which i haven't heard that brand's name i think it's a baber or barber i've i thought that was like that's like some 90s luxury shit which this yeah, is yeah, all yeah. this is all like early aughts. Like I think when these emails were I know written. it's funny. It's like yeah, yeah. And then uh Kiel's cucumber toner, Kiel's washable cleansing milk, Lemaire Big Kiel's fan. Big Kiel's fan. Ah. I wonder if they're gonna suffer because of this. Uh Lemaire <laughs> eye balm. And this one's pretty peculiar, and Liz pointed this out too. The Evian face mist. Because I guess that was like a that's like a huge time capsuled product like I, I it's funny you can still buy it now but like i don't oh, know really? at some kind of like moment allegedly like that was like the it face mist maybe it still is the it face mist but we should bring that back honestly, honestly you know it's kind of funny when like it's kind of it's fucked up but how you have like these instagram pages that are like you know epstein fits because you know like all oh, those because yeah. they're all like they're all taken in that kind of in that like film camera like 90s flash like aesthetic (laughs) and so something you would see on tumblr like damn like jeffrey's fitted like in the whole entire like whatever like the tracksuit and like yeah the fucking monogram branded like jacket i don't know anyway i you know it's funny because there's some of these things where i'm like damn this is uh so this is this is like some rich people shit like it's like the product like like evian the, the fact like Using the Evian mist for some reason in my mind is more luxury, like more like a like a taste luxury thing than oh, yeah. um, it's, like it's using like, La Mer. Yeah, it's like who who in the early aughts or like the nineties was using an Evian or even knew an Evian face mist existed. Yeah, and then it kind of goes on. There's the the Lancome exfoliant gel. There's I guess I had to look this one up because I it dates me, but this Frederick Fakai body lotion. Oh yeah. You can't get that anywhere anymore. Like I know Fakai is still a brand, 
But yeah, if you want to get this body lotion, you have to go on eBay and Etsy to buy it or Poshmark. Like just like which you damn why don't you wouldn't even use it. Yeah, you could probably use the soap. If there's like a body soap, you could probably use that. Aquaphor hand creams on the list. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's a secret girl. She's got a she's she uses secret original solid deodorant. Round cotton pads, Q-tips, toothbrush, Oral B hard. Damn, she wasn't on that uh, <laughs> yeah, electric guess. electric tooth toothbrush kick. Uh, oh wait, she has electric toothbrush too. Wait, okay, sorry, back up. She needs two toothbrushes. Yeah, toothpaste, Arm and Hammer. Okay, dental floss, Johnson and Johnson, mint wax, scope mouthwash. All right, dude, that should have given her away right then and there, man. Yo, dude, like <laughs> that is the pedophile's mouthwash. If you're using scope, scope yeah. they're trying to hide something. You're you know? trying, yeah, absolutely. Listerine, you have to be a Listerine user. I don't understand. Like, if you're using scope, that's scope. You're trying to stab <laughs> that box aftertaste. <laughs> I mean, it's in the word scope, like scope, scope. She was scoping out. (laughs) She sure was. That's fucked up. And after that, what do we Um, got? Sunscreen, Lacombe Soleil SBF 30 face cream, Kiehl's lip Mm -hmm. balm with SBF. Um, I can't read this word. I didn't know what this was. The next one, the lever 2000 soap. No, I have no idea. Look that up. Bubble bath, bubble gel, bu- bath salts. <laughs> she was getting fucking, <laughs> she was doing bath salts. All right, razor oh, and wait, shaving yeah, gel. Another Barber product. I mean, it gets kind of annoying. She had fingernail clippers, yeah. uh, tweezers, and OB tampons, light and heavy. Oh, shit. She needed light and heavy. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's like common. I don't know. Somebody I, else, I no somebody in the vagina has got to tell off. me that. Like, so... Well, the th- the thing that stood out the most to me, not I mean everything was kind of shocking, but I guess in terms of like luxury items, mm-hmm. the uh, the Mason Pearson wait fuck I've lost my the Mason Pearson brush is that what it is where yeah Mason Pearson hairbrush why that's a two hundred and forty dollar hairbrush. Oh, it's only two hundred forty dollars. So, only isn't that the most expensive? I think that might be the most expensive item on the list, though. I think right? the facial moisturizer is the most expensive. I think the Lomer is the most expensive. I thought she only had the Lomer eyeball. No, she, she, she. The first thing on the list, the first thing she had oh. to make sure was refilled every okay. time was the facial moisturizer, the Lomer facial moisturizer. <laughs> um, what is that? What is that clock in at? Probably three hundred dollars, two ninety five, three fifty, three fifty, three fifty. Ah, oh. so I mean, let alone. Oh, I'm doing quick math in my head. Six hundred bucks on the Lemaire and the hairbrush before taxes. Yeah, I mean it's 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 expensive. Um, but I yeah. mean honestly, what stood out? Nothing. All right, here. All right, holistically, it's pretty. I'm pretty impressed that somebody in the early aughts was. This involved with taking care of them and skin and skincare and themselves, I guess, you know, it's pretty shocking. Yeah. But then I think back to um, American Psycho and think, well, maybe that wasn't that common among this. Well, he was new money. And I guess technically Glenn's kind of old money. Glenn's old money, but Jeffrey's new money. Jeffrey's new money. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if this is common or not. I mean, you know, I'll repeat what Liz said. 
when uh, she was, she didn't really necessarily review it, but it's definitely, oh, she used the words. Um, she said, add to cart. <laughs> oh, she said very 90s top shelfy. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. She said very 90s top shelfy. And I think she's uh, pointing out the, the numerous Kiehl's products on that shelf while making that comment. Mm. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that was kind of like the... Um, I mean, if you wanted to get some like mid-tier skin products that you wouldn't run into the drugstore for, like Kiehl's was like the name that came to mind, you know? Yeah. So um, the thing that stood out to me the most, I mean, I feel like I already commented on it. I think the Scope mouthwash, again, like that should have given everything, should have given her away. I do think it's odd that she has two toothbrushes, but I understand that sometimes the... Maybe the, the the hard toothbrush that's not electric is probably used for something else. I can understand that. I don't know what. Yeah, and uh, I guess I'm a little shocked about the light and heavy tampons. <laughs> Somebody's going to DM us and be like, you fucking idiots. It's like... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I don't know. No, they're not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they buy it. Oh, he will. knows. Oh, I know. Honestly, I, maybe I should know. I should know. I mean, who who shouldn't know? Yeah, okay. Other thing that stood out to me. What? Wait, never mind. Wait, what's a body shaping cream? It's. Just, I feel like it's just kind of another exfoliant. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Creme. Damn, $71. And for the Clarence body shaping cream. What is it? <clears throat> I am... We're looking for the description. What is it? A body cream to help visibly contour, firm, and smooth the appearance of stubborn curves for a more toned, defined, streamlined look? What? That's impossible. That's like when you read this about cream, those products that are like neck creams that like lift. Right. Lifts the ne- This cream refines and visibly firms the waist, abdomen, hips, arms, and knees for a slimmer-looking silhouette. Its creamy, melting texture makes it perfect for massaging into the skin. Mm. That's, what they, that's what they saw. That's what they saw in it. They saw we need, uh, I mean, Ghislaine had some, looks like she'd some, have there's some. One, what? There's one question on the, uh, on the Sephora site. It's somebody asked. On May 22nd, can it be used on breasts? <laughs> oh, and, so and can it? Somebody, somebody, said, somebody said, most definitely. I use it and has helped them to be softer, firmer, and not as droopy. It's not a huge difference, but I, I noticed and am happy about well, it. Well, Emilio, then those pictures you sent me make a lot of sense. <laughs> We're going to have to post one of these foot pics. Dude, we, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Okay. No, here's what, here's the thing that really got me. I was shocked about. All right. So if she's using a thousand dollars worth of skincare on her fucking face a night, I know people are going to be mad at this. Maybe they will. But why does she look so busted? Damn. Think, no, all right. No, bleep that. How old bleep is that she? Out. Bleep that Delay. out. No, she does not look busted. Uh, she's 59. That's I don't know what old. she looks like today. I mean, no, it's not. I mean, no, if you're 59 listening, that's not old. Oh, damn. She looks okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just saying it uh, doesn't look like it was doing what it was like supposed to. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think, well, maybe. 
Look, I guess maybe we maybe we're finding out that skincare is is snake oil, like they say it is. Hey, no one's gonna get mad at you for saying Lane Maxwell looks, looks busted. busted. No one's coming to def- to defend her. You know, let us know what you guys think about the skincare routine. I would love to have Liz on because she's also made some other um, like beauty world skincare comments. Comments, beauty yeah. World, yeah. She was describing Lane's get up one one day, or her hair looked kind of like. She goes, you know, Emily Weiss circa 2009. And I go, that's really funny. <laughs> and then Brace pretty, was like, pretty. what the fuck are you talking about? So, I mean, we caught the <laughs> reference. We, I caught the reference. Yeah, that would be, that'd be good. Uh, all right. Well, so moving on, something else that we have to bring up. We'd be remiss if we did not. We got to talk about Machine Gun Kelly. We just have to. Uh, <laughs> all right. What's... What the hell is Machine Gun Kelly doing Machine now? Gun Kelly, Cor- Colson Baker, he is, he is coming <laughs> for Harry Styles' head. He is said, he said, stop right there, white man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said to Harry Styles. He said, stop right uh, there. Stop, stop. There is a new nail polish king in town. And his name yeah. is Machine Gun Kelly. He okay. is coming out with a, a not a fucking yeah, ge- right. You're right. Gender, gender neutral nail polish, nail polish line. And look, this isn't our this isn't our area of expertise. I've I don't I don't put on nail polish, but we got to talk about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I smoked some. Sorry, I smoked some weed before this. This is why I'm like really, really giggly right now. But um, I don't think I don't think anyone would have noticed. I don't think anybody would notice either, except for me. But um, damn, Machine Gun Kelly, fucking. I'm looking at this. Um, it's funny. Some of these, some, some of the creative direction. It's very Los Angeles. Well, he lives in LA, I guess, so it makes sense. I'll send you this photo. I'm looking at. Very L.A. graphic design is my passion sort of feel to it. Yeah, no, it is very graphic. That's very that's very astute. It is with very the, graphic. Uh, with the drip. I just love what Machine Gun Kelly said in promoting his, like in releasing his nail polish. Honestly, he sounded like Jeremy Scott. Ooh. Not scary. <laughs> Jeremy Scott. Jeremy Strong. Not get Jeremy Scott. Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong. Yeah, he sounded like Jeremy Strong because he... Uh, the reporter kind of asks him about, yo, so um, why create this nail polish line? And he looks her straight in the face and says, many of the men in Greek mythology were warriors or soldiers or gods who had used their strength. But then there was Cupid, who was poetic and beautiful. I wonder what a world of Cupids would look like instead of just people falling into what they ha- what they think we have to be as men. <laughs> I thought that was pretty I thought that was a pretty baller statement to just fucking go for it, you know, just go total just like uh like Reddit Twitter troll and just go back to like uh the, the ancient classics and referencing that. Yeah. Big in uh big in well so the listeners know. Are you referring to the Jeremy Strong New York mag? Yeah, I'm like refer- profile. Absolutely. My method acting king. What was Jeremy Strong's uh, Greek mythology line in that? I don't think he had a Greek mythology line. I think he was uh, quoting Dostoevsky or like uh, 
I don't know, some other Russian figure, but do you want to start going into that article instead of talking about Machine Gun Kelly's uh No, let's let's wrap up on Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. I do want I do want to say that um so there's a six piece set um in the names. Mary Jane's one of the names of the of the the colors. Yeah. And then one is uh or one of the one of the sets is called Put Me on Top. Oh and one, it's called Wet Dream. Put me on top. Is he? Uh, yeah. Is he riding cowboy on on the on, on the strap? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. it. Looks like it. Uh, where and it's it's direct to consumer. It's DTC, baby. It's DTC. I love that the tagline is "Don't huff paint." Yeah, the <laughs> you open it up. And don't huff paint. Don't huff the paint. That's what it is. Don't huff the yeah, paint, or you're gonna end up like Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> According to <laughs> uh, ironic, the really. website, it's it's all okay. Wait, let me list let me list off these colors real quick. Depressionist, <laughs> party favor, Mary Jane, like you said, Sandstorm, twenty five to life, Writer's Block, Canvas, and uh, then it it goes into the oh wait another one Bar Tendencies, Slippery One Wet, and Vertigo. His his mind, <laughs> dude. His mind, and his creative his creative team's mind. I mean, I imagine him in in that uh that boardroom or whatever, just talking through it. And he's like, "Yo, dude, I'm approaching this like I would name my next album." True. Yeah. This is the this is the album track list. Yeah. It's also, according to his website, it's all sold out. Every piece, every set, every color. That's the pull of Machine Gun Kelly, an A list actor that everybody knows. Uh, this like his songs. Everyone knows his songs. Your grandma knows his name. This is the kind of pull this guy. Can you having. name one Machine Gun Kelly song? No. The only thing I know about Machine Gun Kelly is that in 2013 he went on Huffington Post Live to tell a story about how he got a blowjob on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which porn star, and he was so proud that he claimed he he uh, he completed he completed on stage. Oh man, that's the he only thing I know about Machine Gun Kelly outside of him now being like an A-list celebrity. I don't know how that I happened. Don't, I don't know a single fucking song this guy wrote. Remember that? Um, there was this Netflix show that was uh, oh fuck. Okay, I'm gonna. I was about to say, you know that one. Okay, Julia Julia Roberts is that her name? Um, hold on. But yes, he co. Yeah, he was. Uh, he featured in it, right? He had like he was an actor. Yeah, he had like okay, Julia Roberts. Yeah, he had three. He had like three scenes in this, in this Netflix show that everybody said was like a, because everybody was memeing it, so everybody started watching it, and people thought it was this organic thing where it was such a good show that it was being memed, but it turns out that like Netflix had like orchestrated this like meme campaign. Dude, to make it more popular. It's even worse than that. It's worse than creating a meme campaign. There are farms. There are farm set up in remote locations in the world of just servers of computers set up playing these things over and over again to like produce these numbers of like these crazy record-breaking numbers Damn. of these fucking tv shows just so netflix can be like look number one streamed fucking uh, movie of november was i don't know what was that movie it was called like the one with the rock in it the Rock? Oh, The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah um, the one that's movie. like showing on every flight? Yeah, The Rock. 
like a jun- the jungle tree or whatever? No, book? no. Um, <laughs> Red Notice. Apparently, that's like the most streamed oh. movie. I'm making this up, but there is some weird record attached to it. But it's funny because if you look around, I haven't talked to a single person who's seen this movie or knows anything about it. it it's the same as like, um, what's that like the one sitcom that's like the the big network TV show that's like the most um, Big Bang Theory that supposedly is like the most watched show of all time. God, that's so depressing. So do you know anyone that watches that? No, I don't know. Watch anyone who? No, I don't know anybody who watches that. I know people who watch. It's always sunny. Oh. And that's yeah. been actually yeah. on the air. Has has like the number one sitcom, or has aired that has aired the longest? I guess I think that's the record it's breaking right now. Ah, uh, I got it. Well, when I searched Bird Box, which was like the movie I was talking about, there's a v- article on The Verge that says why Red Notice was able to beat Bird Box as Netflix's biggest movie debut. Do you think it's you think it's because of the the, the farms. The farms. I think it's because of the farms. I mean, I can't prove there are farms. The maybe, server farms. Yeah. I think that's probably what's leading to these. Because, ins- I mean, they have to come back to, like, advertisers and be like, look, here's the data. Here's the numbers. Like, look. I guess, no, Netflix yeah. Netflix doesn't advertise, I guess. But I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know how they make money. But, no, I do know how they make money off top of a subscription. You're paying for it. Okay. <laughs> let's uh let's let's uh let's dive into jeremy strong let's dive into jeremy strong um if everyone's been following succession like we have um i'm actually like two episodes behind that's a good place to be i think i think i think that's it's nice to kind of experience things after other people experience it because then you can kind of wait for the waves to die down and kind of have a clearer picture of how to view the episodes you're watching you know Mm-hmm. Form your own opinions. Jeremy Strong, uh, the New Yorker came out with a very snarky profile on Jeremy Strong and his method acting and just kind of where he came from. And honestly, it made me respect him even more. Oh, I was like, well, first of all, I was like, this makes absolute sense. Cause when I was doing the background shit, this that motherfucker was walking around like a lunatic, completely in his own head, so obviously remaining in character while everybody else like fucked around. And he was just like wandering around the entire set, like clearly like pretending as if he was Kendall Roy. And I was like, that guy's that guy's on some on some method acting shit. So then when I started reading this article, it all it all made sense. That's insane. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I feel like there's a performance kind of happening in the interview where yeah, he I don't think the uh, whoever like wrote this, I think he might have heard whispers of. I mean, what inspired him to write this was that like oh. Jeremy Jeremy Strong is quote unquote like very very like very maybe over serious about acting or like he does this method acting thing and then he was like huh okay I'm gonna try to figure out this but in a way he kind of like showed he's kind of being I feel like he's almost it'd be insane if he's getting played a little bit but I think he kind of is the reason why he wrote this so in a snarky tone was because he mm-hmm. realized he was kind of getting played in a way because it is it does yeah. read as though Kendall. Roy is like being interviewed, but like as Jeremy yeah. Strong. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. I mean, with all of just like the amazing one liners in there, just kind of that just come from nowhere. You just don't even expect like sentences I've never seen strung together ever. Yeah. I think like the, there's that one interesting line that like, I think sums it up, sums it up pretty well where uh, the writer was like, I didn't know if I was interviewing Jeremy Strong, like as Kendall Roy or Kendall Roy as Jeremy Strong. Yeah. Which I think he like, obviously, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's some, some gems in that piece. Like the fact that he almost bankrupt the fucking theater department at Yale for like booking, (laughs) booking uh, Al Pacino just to hang out with them for a night. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's some like, that's some legendary shit. Like, yeah, that's pretty insane. Um, He had, he, in describing his, uh, I guess, audition for succession, Uh they asked him to do another take to kind of be more loose with it. And he right. described having to develop the patois of bro speak. And I thought, oh, I love that fucking that line. That line was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, re- I respect like um, the, 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 the dedication to the craft. No, that's great. And the thing is, it's like, I feel like he's trying to tap into something. I mean, here's the thing. It's not cringe when he does it. It's really cringe when Jared Leto does it. You know, like oh yeah, exactly. It's different. It's no, different. I don't, why, he's trying to transcend. He's trying to like. He's not trying. I think he's trying to get in. I'm in a metaphysical, not literal way, closer to, to God. In yeah, exactly. It reminds me of that. Have you ever seen a ghost story with Casey Affleck and uh, Rudy Mara? <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of. I just yeah. watched that recently for the first time, and. It reminds me of like, I really enjoyed the movie at first. I was like, I don't know about this. It seems to really kind of like, you know, kind of, uh, it's too on the message. It's, it's too mundane. It's too kind of twee, but no, there, it's, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's an amazing emotional roller coaster. I really enjoyed the movie, but there's like a thing that kind of halves it. And it's a monologue by this fucking, like, I forget this guy's name. I think he's like a really like a New York indie actor that, Sometimes make a, makes appearance, but he makes like a comment about how all these artists of 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 the past, like until recently, were making art for for God, right? Like they made it, they didn't make it for like mm-hmm. you know their neighbor. The they made it to like get closer to this concept of God they had. And I don't know. I think it's just yeah. always really refreshing when you have someone who now, like in our contemporary times is trying to tap into something else that isn't just for like, I don't know, outside validation, even if it is a way, like that's like a driver of it. That's maybe subconscious. Yeah. I still think it's cool. People are still trying to do that with something that's like, well, I love that comment that um, I think without Jeremy Scott in succession, this show wouldn't feel as heavy as it does. Because it was intended, or at least to be kind of like a dramedy, a whatever, like a comedy, like yeah. in the same kind of vein. I think they, I don't know what the what like like what they were wanting to make of it, but like I think it was supposed to be more of like a not entirely Veep style because that was kind of done, but like a lot of the yeah. like the snarky. I hate these people. They're so fucking mean and awful. Like that quick quippy writing like was definitely uh-huh. inspired in like, I don't know what, like who, who stole, like who took who from what shows or whatever. But, uh, yeah. I think without Jeremy Scott's like performance and obviously with like Brian Cox's performance, there wouldn't be that kind of like, 
emotional like element to it that's yeah you know like no absolutely but I don't, yeah, know if that like was, a, I don't know if that was intentional. I I wonder if that's just purely because of the chemistry of those two in in those those moments. And I think also, what's his toes? Brian. Um, that's not his name. Brian. Who's the fucking? Who's um, Logan Roy? No, Pride and Prejudice. Who's that guy? Oh oh uh, fuck. Uh, what is his name? Tom and Greg. Who's the actor who plays oh, yeah. Tom? It is. Matthew McFadden. Matthew McFadden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, McFadden. 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 Yeah. I don't know. He brings like the the same amount of like emotional energy to this comedic role that I guess I just wasn't. That's it's yeah. It's it's interesting to me. I guess it's like it's very much kind of like some of these weird like Danish comedies, like another round a little bit, but like um, yeah yeah yeah. and like uh, Riders of Justice. Like those, I, that one's a really great one because you don't realize because it, it's really dark. But like, yeah, I'm into it. And yeah, in that in that vein though, where the where it's where it's dark and and dry humor. And it's supposed to be like kind of a satire, but you just kind of like, I don't know. I love. I mean, I feel like this season Succession's not as good as the the other two. But yeah, I get now. Like, um, granted, I haven't seen the last two, but it just feels like the same shit is happening over and over again. Now I'm like, what is gonna happen? Because it's renewed for a fourth season, right? Like, what could possibly happen? Oh, they gotta, they gotta put, the they gotta season. stop it. They gotta stop after four seasons. I feel like that's, yeah, that's the sweet spot. Um, but all right, what uh, is that? Uh, should we, should we wrap it up with some, with a closing segment? We're at over an hour. Over an hour. Uh, yeah, we can close it up. Um, do you want me to read you some uh, hot masculine takes, courtesy of yeah. uh, at masculine takes on Twitter? Yeah, let's, um, uh, let's do that. Did I ever read you this one? It was a headline about Wiz Khalifa thinking straight men shouldn't eat bananas. He said, shouldn't quote, eat bananas? Shouldn't eat bananas. He said, quote, if you bite a banana, you sus. If you bite a banana. Um, as opposed to what? Sucking on a banana? As, <laughs> or just not eating the not banana Not eating in bananas general. in general. Yeah. In general. All right, my man's fuck. That's why he's so goddamn skinny. That's why he's got those chicken legs. He's, he's got no lacking, lacking, lacking potassium. Um, I don't agree with. Well, I, I think it's kind of. That. I think what's in. I think he's. Um, I think he's a little insecure about something because I mean, if you do the math, bananas are yellow, and he's a big fan of yellow, like in the song "Black and Yellow," and I think. Yeah. I think he was afraid it was going to get out that he likes, likes bananas. <laughs> um, we can, we can edit this out. This is dumb. All right. Here's another uh, masculine, masculine take. This person posted something on Twitter, posted an image and then a caption with it. And let me try to describe the image to you. They posted like this kind of like hot topic, aesthetic, emo uh image of some mumford and sons motherfucker getting dome from a face from a faceless ass exposed woman who is on her knees and as he's getting dome he's blowing out the brains of some twee twee looking dude who's bringing this woman flowers so he's getting yeah he's he's getting head he's getting head he he looks like he's in the band Mumford and Sons. He's 
killing another man who looks like a professor who has mm-hmm. roses in his hands. And this this in the with this image, the caption. Here's the caption. Here's the caption. Here's the tweet. <laughs> this is the tweet. Girls always choose to love the bad guy over a good guy because they want something thrill, something fun, something to chase. Girls always ask for a better man, but you love to be loved by a worse man. This art is so deep that few people can't understand. So what do you <laughs> Damn, that's all of that. What do you think about that Amelia? Do you think, you know, women women love to be loved by a worse man and that's why uh quote unquote nice guys finish last. What are your what are your thoughts on the on the the nice guys finish last trope? I think it's true. You think it's I true? Think that it's... is problematic. <laughs> that is No, I'm just kidding. Um no, I think uh is that why you I always think, finish on top? <laughs> Amelia? Yeah, fucking asshole. No, I think I think that's true when people are like younger. And also it depends on like the type of person. Like I think I think it all I think it all just depends on like your fucking wait, wait one second, keep going. I have to let Elisa in. Oh shit. Okay. She's about to get COVID again. Remember when Nicholas Braun made that music video for this song he wrote called The Antibodies? Hey. Okay. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Elisa's here. Um, Okay. So you were saying about um, nice guys guys finishing last, Emilio. I was saying it just, it all depends on your relationship to your uh, mother and your father. (laughs) 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 All right. Sick. All right. Let's move it on. Um, Somebody posted on Facebook, they said, do not buy your son a kitchen set for Christmas. Get him a tool set. Don't put the wrong <laughs> ideals in your son's head at an early age. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you think about I that? Would, I, I would die to get a nice knife set. And la- look, get a, get a, a, a juice squeezer. Is that what they're, what they're called? <laughs> That's exactly what they're called, yeah. A lemon, like a lemon, <laughs> a lemon squeezer? Yeah, like a lemon squeezer. Okay. Yeah, a lemon squeezer. A little, you know what I want? A little, I want to brush some olive oil onto a onto a pan. Yeah. Without without doing it with fucking, I almost said toilet paper with paper towel. No, get um. What do you think are the wrong ideals that this person? The is wrong talking ideals. About? Yeah, they don't want their son to be in a kitchen. They said, son, you got to be <laughs> in the field. You got to be out. You got, son, you got to be building. You got to be linking and building. But uh. I say the correct what they should keep keep a microphone away from your kid. Keep that's get, that's smart. Get a get kid a get a kid a toolbox. Get him a kitchen set. Don't get him a microphone because that'll you don't want your son ending up a podcaster. That'll that'll teach him the the wrong ideals. That's true. That's all I have for you, Emilio. You did. I think. Um... You came out on top, like uh, <laughs> with those answers. So uh, good job. Um, should we we close this off? We should close it out, right? Yeah, close it out. Unless do you have a Dewey Rude pack? Do you have a Dewey Rude? What's up? Do you have a Dewey Rude? A Dewey Rude? <sighs> nah. Um, Everyone's been sweet to you lately. No one's been giving you a hard time. No, just getting ready to go to Mexico. So everything's 
nothing but nothing but love. Everyone said, good, get out of here. The hell out of here. When are you coming back? When am I coming back? Yeah. I'm convinced you're not coming back. I'm already convinced you're not coming what? back. No, I, ha- I, think, I have to. Why do you have um, to? No, I, I, okay, I got a one way because I just couldn't, I, simply because I couldn't make the decision of what day I wanted to come back. So I just got a one way for now, but um, sometime in January. Okay. I have, my mom keeps saying like, I, I don't know how you're going to have to go back to, to, to do a podcast. Oh, she's worried um, about the podcast. Oh, we could just do a remote. She's worried about the podcast. She's wow. like, you guys she's have too out. much momentum. Um, but we'll feel, Oh wait, I should, well, we'll talk about this off pod. I'm doing this, this, uh, it's not hair plugs. I, I, I made sure. Cause for You're a not second, doing I was like, wait, I was like, wait, are these hair plugs? But they're not. Um, my mom did some hair treatment in Mexico. Okay. And basically they're just like injecting like, it's it's more so because like uh, if your hair follicles are weak, it's not you're not going to grow more hair, but you're going to maintain the hair that you have. So I said, "Fuck it, let's do it." Um, yeah, you have to document. My that. mom wants me to like. My mom wants me to bring a mic and ask ask her some questions because she's opening up like a consultation in New York, and she's got like an office in Mexico City right now. But anyway, I'm going with her and I'm doing three sessions of this hair shit or whatever. But um, I'll have to send you a photo of my mom's hair because it, it looks, I'm like, damn, it looks, uh, it looks thicker, it looks thicker. I could be on my way to that. Wait, but, um, yeah, if, if it works out, I should go down there. Yeah, because it's like, it's, you're not like, um, I'll, I'll ask her, I'll ask her exactly, I'll tell her to tell me in English, like, what exactly is this? Because she's going to be like, she's like going to say hair plugs. What? She's going to say hair plugs. <laughs> No, I don't think it is because I looked up hair plugs the other day and I I actually never knew what hair plugs were. Do you know it's it's like you're taking hair from other parts of the body and putting it? I didn't up know there? it was that. No, I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know it was that either, but I thought it was like uh, really, like I was, taxidermy. Like I thought it was like hair yeah. from an animal that they just plug into your head that looks kind of no, like it's somewhat something they get so. it from one of those like uh those kids who donate their locks, locks for love. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make sense though. No one- but uh, no, so I'll, cause uh, when I was last there, I, I like, I had a meeting with her and she did, she like pulled hair from a couple spots in my head and she was like, yeah, well your hair follicles are a little weak. Cause I like, if I pull maybe one or two hairs should come out, but you're having like six or seven hairs come out. Not that like I would ever listeners, I'm never going to go bald. I don't look like I'm balding. Full full head of, full full head of hair, but you can always have more. You know. You well, I heard having a full head of hair means that you uh, lack testosterone. You lack you lack high levels of T. Little birdie told yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I was that got I I know I know, and that got me thinking. Was it was it the was it the cock cocktails of twenty night twenty eighteen that 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 made my hair thin out you know the 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 mixture of tea related su- supplements, supplements. <laughs> I was thinking you know when I was trying to uh, get your dick hard oh, tea. <laughs> uh, you know I was trying to trying to have sweet loving nights with people that I didn't like at all. <laughs> Sorry, this is getting a little too. I was like, wait, I don't need tea. I need to remove myself from this situation. Can you need therapy. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so let's uh, let's close it off with some do we do's and don'ts. If you have any, 
do we do um do we do we do not uh buy scope mouthwash mouthwash yeah do we do we do i just i bought a um i bought a hairbrush i haven't do you brush your hair no i never brush my hair i got in trouble for that i haven't brushed my hair my whole life but my girlfriend sent me a one of those vogue videos it's like Whitney Peak, like Zoya from the New Gossip Girl. I don't know if you've watched the New Gossip Girl, going through her fucking skincare and hair routine. Yeah, and she got she had some like brush solely just because I was like it was on screen for a second, and I was like that looks kind of nice. Ordered it, it arrived. I started brushing my hair. It's for curls, and now I'm like now my hair. I think my hair feels a little a little softer. But um, do we do we do maybe try try getting a nice brush for your hair if you're already brushing your hair? Could could do wonders for you. Absolutely. Um, do we do slide into my DMs? Well, first of all, no one's going to listen this far, but if they do, do we do slide into my DMs if you know of any acting classes or have an acting coach in Mexico City? Bang my line. I got to get connected. You're going to be like on the next like uh, season of Narcos. Narcos, Yeah. <laughs> Or how do people, how do people, uh, we get off thought about this. I don't know. Like what is the budding like Mexico, um, entertainment industry? Like what's the pipeline? Do you, are you connected? I feel like you might be connected and you're just, you just don't know. I'm trying to find, yeah, I could, I could, I could probably get like on a telenovela, but like, that's not, I don't want that. That's not what you want. No. Um, I want to, I want to be on the next, y tu mama también. The, that's the next Roma. I, yeah. No, I don't know. It's, uh. I don't really. I'm. I'm sure. Like, I probably know someone because it, it, with with any sort of like artistic industry there, like it, it's probably really the circle is very small. Mm. But um, I just don't know what, I Me- Mexican like cinema had like a hot moment, um, I guess like in 2016 or whatever. Like the Revenant won like the Oscar. Like those Mexican directors oh, yeah. that, like won a couple Oscars in a row, and they're the same ones that did Ituma Tambien. But like I, nothing really new has come out from Mexico City or Mexico in general lately. But I'm sure like there has to be some sort of like indie film scene. Mm. But anyway, you got any more? Uh, I don't have any more. I'm I'm out of them today. You know, do we do, do, we do get your booster shot so oh. you don't end up getting COVID like like us? Absolutely. Um, well, then on that note, goodbye. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>